Thank you so much to the Patreon supporters of the Top Rope Chef podcast. Haley K, Claire G, Mina K, and Nick Haynes of the Sketchy Nonsense podcast. Help support the show by doing a monthly donation to us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Top Rope Chef. It's as easy as signing up with your email in either a credit or debit card or a PayPal for the donation. Thanks. We're cooking up some recipes, gonna give them a spin. If you're messing with Top Rope Chefs, you can never win. Whoa. We'll be leaving you in the kitchen, wishing you were beaten, battered, and fried. And we'll be cooking up some main dishes, desserts, and yummy things on the side. Welcome to the Top Rope Chef Podcast, the podcast about food and wrestling. I don't know why my voice is doing this, but I'm leaning into the We have kid. no listeners. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> uh, turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> this is my normal podcasting voice. Like um, a spooky pervert voice. <laughs> oh no, spooky pervert. That's no fun. We're off the rails already. Haven't even started yet. We're here talking about food and wrestling, cooking recipes out of the cookbook written by J.R. Jim Ross, the WWE cookbook, Can You Take the Heat? Today we have for you chicken and dumplings and strawberry and blueberry shortcake topping. My name is Bradley Headmaster Jones, with me as always. Jacqueline, wallet chain chomp Maynard. Brad, what the hell is a chain chomp? (laughs) A chain chomp is that creature in Super Mario Brothers. That's like tied to a stake usually and like hops around and like jumps at Mario and tries to get him. And I thought because because both of these, all the two, the four wrestlers we were talking today are from the era of the chain wallet. So I was trying to think of something appropriate. It was either going to be like mesh t shirt or camo pants or something, but I went with that wordplay instead. So I think that my character, Wallet Chain Chomp, I think that I'm going to have some sick grills. And then my whole outfit is going to be made out of wallets and chains. <laughs> wallets like, and chains now and clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> like some Dude, sort of like Xena outfit. Ooh, but, now I'm on board. But wallets and chains. Yeah, and I mean, you... what, is, what are wallets just but leather armor in disguise? Exactly, and I could whip people in the face with a chain <laughs> or a wallet, like swing it and slap them, and it'd make a real good sound if it was like a leather one. I like yeah, this and, character. And merchandising. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> Hello, my own wallet merchandising. line. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Yours, I don't know what, what direction yeah. you're going to take the headmaster. The headmaster. Well, I feel like I'm like, maybe it's a play on words where I like take somebody's head like I uh, like lopping them. Maybe I'm like the uh, what's the uh, what's what I want to say. Um, the the the, the I want to say the French the French thing. Uh, Arc Ferdinand Prasad. What am I trying to say, Jacqueline? You know what I'm trying Jacques. to say. <laughs> I don't know. The, the French uh, guy who had his head chopped off 
Or does have the head chopping off in, in France? There oh were literally gosh. hundreds. And now, the all-new miniseries about the French Revolution. Off with his head. The story of the Marquis de Nable, an enemy of the people who tries to escape the guillotine by wearing a disguise. It's an epic drama of love, danger, and cross-dressing. Oh, my God. But the one... Louis the Fifteenth, Archduke Ferdinand... Archduke Ferdinand uh, was from Austria-Hungary, and oh he got assassinated gosh. in the streets. My... my <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to do the wrestling history lesson with Brandon. I'm a, I'm a, we just make everything up. We don't do any research. Um, maybe the name will come come to me with a, like a, a sharp lightning <clears throat> at the end. But I come down with like a guillotine, maybe, and I'm like, I'm I'm here to take people's heads, and we're just going to murder people in the ring. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yes, I like. And I come it. down with I come down with like a frilly blouse. And uh, whatever those like high pants, like the uh, capri pants for old timey minstrels, whatever those are called, <laughs> pantaloons, <laughs> pantaloons, is that britches? <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> are you and gonna? I, are you going like full romantic French pirate? Yeah, yeah I give okay. people tallywhackings. <laughs> what is get, that? It's just it's like a funny phrase for like beating somebody up. Oh, okay. Give you a, a tally, like a, a tally whacker is a penis, but a taller whacking is like oh. a beating somebody up. Well, you know, that's super appropriate for wrestling. Maybe po- poly <laughs> poly whacking or something is a more appropriate. I am. I don't even know. Polywag. Right You're thinking of polywag. Everyone's favorite Pokemon. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a polywag. It is. It is one of my favorites. Jacqueline, what the heck are you drinking today? So I'm drinking this Rebel drink. It's a righteous. Says righteous plant alchemy. It is a maca cold brew, so it's cold brew coffee and vanilla and maca. Which on the back says it is a famous Andean super herb and has long been held as the as a gift from the gods by the Incan people. So it seems to be natural energy that you mix with coffee and coconut milk. On the picture, it looks like a turnip. So some sort of strange drink that tastes good. That sounds all right. I'm just drinking regular coffee, but as we talked about in our last podcast, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find the perfect coffee creamer for me. And Mm. today is a uh, a silk, which I think is so far the best one I've had. It definitely beats a blue diamond. Sorry, blue diamond, but even I don't like your milk as much as silk. No. And just a no-brainer that this uh, creamer would be better. Is it a silk so, soy, a silk coconut, silk it's cashew? It's a silk almond. Mmm. <clears throat> with, with, with uh, I think this one's vanilla. Okay. Is it sweetened so, or unsweetened? It's a little, there's a little sugar in it. The unsweetened okay. one I haven't been able to find in a flavor. So I tried, what did I try? I tried the Blue Diamond Unsweetened Almond Milk Creamer, and I didn't like it, but I began to think to myself, well, I don't like just regular creamer flavor anyway. Like an original creamer mm. flavor, it's like not for me. So I don't know why right. I thought I'd, this one would be better. So maybe I can like find a flavored one that is unsweetened. But it'll be my quest to find the best alternative coffee creamer for myself and for everyone out there. Did I talk about nut pods last week? I don't remember. You did a little bit. Okay. Cause I What's bought your favorite nut pod? The the unsweetened one, cause, or the un, um, unflavored one, because the flavored one, really? I have a French mm. vanilla one, and I can't taste it at all. But what you I do... You can't taste the vanilla? No, not at all. Mm. I don't know if I'm not putting enough, but if I put any... No, I'm putting enough. Um, but what <laughs> I do is I'll just put a little vanilla extract in, 
my coffee and then oh yeah i was like thinking about that i was thinking about doing yeah. that yeah it works. one of the one of the recipes in this um that we're doing has a lemon extract which i'm excited to talk uh-huh. about yeah. but I, w- I was definitely thinking about getting into the extract business extracts are where it's at <clears throat> yeah to get Changes all the up that uh, flavor profile get all those flavors out of there yeah mm-hmm I got a sarsaparilla extract that I've not had any fun with yet, but maybe I'll make some ice cream with it. <gasps> sarsaparilla coffee floats. <laughs> coffee float would be a fun. What's a name yeah. for a coffee float? As in, like, the uh, the ginger ale and vanilla is a Boston cooler. What would oh. a, a coffee and... A uh, Seattle uh, steamer. Other than it, other than it being abbreviated as the SS, I approve. <laughs> uh, Seattle Sunday, maybe that's a little more friendly it, it, name. Is it Sunday spelled S U N D A E, like the ice cream Sunday? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's talk about uh, wrestlers tag team back again. Back again, the Dudley Boys. Here we go, boys. two tag teams. Boys with a Z, mm-hmm. dumplings with a Z. When do you think this trend stopped? The Z trend? Yeah, or has it? I don't know. Um, I think it's done in irony now. I don't think anyone does it seriously. Yeah. Well, everything. But it was a thing. It was, um, <clears throat> you know, it was it was it was the rise of the internet and like leet speak and like just changing letters for funsies. Yeah. Trying to get your own. URL or like name to be trademarked. You could like just throw that Z on there. Or you do like a couple of X's at the front and a couple of X's at the back of your name. Remember that too? Oh yeah. XX Sweet Candy 69 XX. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, was that your AIM screen name, Jacqueline? Yeah. Or I think mine was Jolly Ranch or something. <laughs> no, that's a, it's always Sunny Joke, I think. I stole that. I don't know. What's real anymore? The previous recipe we had for the Dudley Boys was a baked sweet potato. Yeah. And I'm sure that was just good because it was baked sweet potato. I'm pretty right? sure I didn't like it. Well. <laughs> I don't remember okay. what it was. <laughs> oh, I have it open. <laughs> let me see if I can look up the... Uh, I have it let open. Let me see if I can look up the rating for last episode because it, it'd be fun to compare the two. But the Dudley <laughs> Boys are... Um, we talked about them a lot. Let's just talk about them again because I don't remember what I said. Okay. They're from the ECW uh, era. They were originally yeah. brought up there. ECW was the alternative wrestling show for um, WWE or WCW. It was extreme championship wrestling, which basically just meant they would hit each other with chairs, throw each other through tables, hit each other with barbed wire bats, kendo yeah. sticks. They would do things that you couldn't or like shouldn't do on like normal television. Eventually, WCW and WWE started doing ECW things because ECW gained actually quite a bit of traction and started to become more popular. And the Dudley Boys were a big part of that. Yeah, they were. I remember kid like the kids who I knew who watched ECW. They were like they considered themselves like true wrestling fans. And if you just watched WWF, then you were a poser. That Mm -hmm. was kind of the thing. It's true. There's always a thing like that, though. It's like, oh, you're not watching this extremely hard-to-find indie thing? Oh, you guess you like this other thing. Isn't New Japan wrestling that right now? If you don't watch New Japan, then... So, it's Yeah, it's close to that, yeah. There's other like smaller ones even below that that are 
the weirder ones like Gorilla Pro Wrestling mm. or um, Shika- uh, Shikara is one of them. There's a couple other like small indie promotions like, oh, I don't watch WWE. That's garbage. But I watch this random wrestling show where people hit each other with tubes Whatever. of lights. Get like, a budget, Whoa. Shakara, and then I'll <laughs> maybe like, watch I you. <laughs> it's actually a really fun <laughs> show. There's a guy called just like Mr. Baseball, <laughs> and he just like dresses up like a baseball player and okay, fights. I might it's watch really that. funny. You gave the Dudley Boy Sweet yeah. Potatoes a two point eight. Yeah, that I gave them about a right. four. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I still don't remember what their food was. Were they, were they the sweet potato casserole or were they just sweet potatoes? They were just potatoes. I remember. I remember. Just sweet potatoes. Yep. yep, that's where my attitude came from mm-hmm. for that one. It's weird that one of them is wearing brother Devon. It's okay, mm-hmm. but it's a white guy and a black guy, and the white yeah. Well, they're brothers. Okay, but the white guy's wearing a Confederate flag <laughs> on his head as a head wrap next to his brother black guy. That doesn't make any sense. Now this is a black and white photo. It could be an American flag. It's absolutely not. Look at the shape of it. It could also be a camo color. That is a General Cause Lee. Because they're dressed in a lot of camo. I'll Google it and I'll send you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be proven right or wrong. <laughs> I haven't seen them lately. I know they did some uh, Hall of Fame thing. They inducted somebody recently, but... I yeah. Seen uh, did they, they didn't go into the Hall of Fame yet, did they? I think they did. Maybe they did. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, they, I thought they put somebody yeah, in. Yeah, they, they did put somebody in, but, but I'm pretty sure they're okay. both in there. All right. Jacqueline, <laughs> get the chicken and dumplings. Deadly boys. <laughs> what's up? Sorry. Go they ahead. did. That's I what know, they did. They did a what's up. What's up? Oh, 2000. <laughs> Deadly boys, Dudleyville chicken and dumplings. Yeah, we coming now. Now this is living. This is a world-class meal so good I once ate it in three days in a row. The dark meat chick day is moist and tasty, and the more dumplings the better. You might even feel good enough to attempt a Dudley-like table dive. At the very least, you'll get a euphoric look on your face, a la Bubba Ray. What does that mean? <laughs> so so when, when Bubba Ray threw... Um, who's the the old, the old lady? Uh, May May Young. He put May Young through a table. He sure did. And he has this like super weird stoned like stoic face on. He makes he just has he just makes this like really super weird face. Mm. That's his like what's it? What was his thing? Okay, it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So the ingredients yeah. for this recipe are six chicken thighs with the skins removed. One eight-ounce package of fresh baby carrots, twelve white pearl onions peeled, one teaspoon of dried thyme, a quarter teaspoon of pepper, salt to taste, three fourteen-ounce cans of chicken broth, one cup of bisquick, and a third cup of milk. There's five steps in this recipe. Step one: rinse the chicken thighs and place them in a Dutch oven. Cook over medium heat, stirring frequently for ten minutes or until browned. Step two, add the carrots, onions, one half teaspoon of thyme, the pepper, and salt, and cook for another 10 minutes on medium-low heat. Step three, add the broth and bring to a boil. 
Turn the heat to low, cover, and simmer for 30 to 40 minutes. Step four, to make the dumplings, mix the bisquick and remaining one half teaspoon of thyme in a small bowl, then stir in the milk. Step five, drop tablespoonfuls of the dumpling dough into the stew. Cover and cook over medium heat for 10 minutes. Remove the cover and cook for another 10 minutes. Makes four servings. Headmaster, what did you think of this recipe? Well, we cooked another chicken in a, in a recipe, a JR recipe. So it was very nice having that leftover chicken to be able to just throw into this recipe. Sneaky Pete. <laughs> made that uh, aspect of this very, very good. What do we got here? We got carrots. We got onions. We got thyme. We got pepper. We got chicken broth. I guess the thing we to talk about here. Oh, we're missing a couple other things. Celery salt, uh, you know, parsley, perhaps Garlic. cilantro, perhaps any, any uh, um, an acid of some kind would be nice, like a tomato. Yeah. Um, garlic. But I, uh, I took some, I took some um, liberties because you hmm. gotta, hmm. and I put some of that stuff in there, the parsley yeah. flakes, and the, uh, I just put like more of those like soupy good spices inside this thing. Mm-hmm. I guess what we want to talk about is the dumplings. So I always thought a dumpling was like a delicious filled thing that you eat. I did like too. The, uh, <laughs> I always forget this. It's uh-huh. not just like a delicious thing you get at a Chinese restaurant that's filled with like pork or vegetables or whatever. That's like cooked yeah. in a soup like a wonton. It's not a wonton. Nope. This is just breading. Yeah. Just a ball of dough. I bet that they figured that out because somebody got lazy and threw their dough in and didn't stir it fast enough and it just turned into balls. <laughs> yeah, I think matzo ball soup maybe like was one of the first kind of soups yeah. that did that, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't have Bisquick. I thought I did. My roommate had used it all to make pancakes. What I did have was beignet mix that I got from Cafe du Monde to make delicious beignet. beignets. Mm-hmm. What's beignet? Beignets are delicious fried donuts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like it's like the same stuff as Bisquick, just like flour, like flavored flour. So I okay. used that, rolled that up, threw it in there, and uh, that was fine. But it doesn't really like. It feels like that should be an important aspect of the soup, right? What? Like the the, the dumpling. The dumpling should themselves? be this like delicious, tasty, doughy ball thing. Yeah. It should be like the reason to make the soup, in my opinion. Yeah, and if you're I don't gonna think add it, it in, hold, it like holds that. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like a chicken noodle soup without the noodles in it or something. It's like those noodles need to be in there to like complete the package. Yeah, not any noodles will do. No, they need to be like the thinny, the egg noodles, mm-hmm. or like the thing. Yeah, can't can't use like spaghetti noodles or something. Ramen noodles are probably fine. Any Asian noodles probably. Yeah, fine. I don't. I didn't care for the dumpling part. I would have rather had it be noodles in here. I think, like a noodley, a chicken noodley stew. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I did. A, I found a recipe for gluten-free bisquick mix, which was two thirds cup of white rice flour, a third cup of potato starch, a teaspoon of xanthan gum, a teaspoon of baking powder, half teaspoon of baking soda, and half teaspoon of salt. And then I added in a bunch of thyme and garlic powder and onion powder and rosemary into that. And it still, it just was yeah, like... Yeah, it still a, doesn't do it for you. It's just like a chewy ball of dough. That Like, I was picturing for some reason that it was going to be like a 
uh, what do you call that? When you put the the stuff on the top, it's like you pie almost. It's almost like a, a, a topping of the Bisquick stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't know hmm. what I'm trying to say. I know there's a, everybody's probably, Me neither. Yeah, whatever. But like a coating of it on top. <laughs> Almost like a shepherd's pie, but with biscuits. Right. I was I was gonna say like a casserole that's topped with like cornflake crumbs or something. Yeah, not just like balls. Oh, it was just chewy and gross. I ended up just yeah, eating they, the stuff mm. around it and leaving the dough balls. It just needs to be like more flavorful. I'm thinking <laughs> maybe like a falafel would be nice. Like you just go straight meatball oh. if you want to. But I don't know if the just flour is like the way to be be like trying to get a soup over no to use a wrestling phrase <laughs> no yeah it shouldn't do it for me i did though because of this challenge because both of our recipes were chicken and i'm not eating meat so i oh yeah yes what did you use i found this brand called beyond meat and i think i talked about them in the last episode Oh, yeah, that's, like, pop, popping up all over the place now. Beyond Meat's even in, like, fast food restaurants. Really? Like, Hardee's and Carl's Jr. and stuff has Beyond Meat now. Amazing. Their burgers are amazing. And I saw that we sell these, um, their grilled chicken strips in the freezer section. So I thought I would give them a try for both of these recipes. And they are so good. Not yeah, plain Beyond on Meat's their own. Getting, getting it done. I tried it plain on its own, and it tasted like nothing at all. But I put it in here, and it was great. And they, it has like the same texture, and it just, it just goes really nicely and stuff in like soups and, and our next recipe we're gonna talk about, I used it, and I also just cooked, just baked them in the oven and then used them and dipped them in honey mustard, and it was very satisfying. So it's awesome, and it was like five bucks for a pound of them, which, for good fake meat, that's not a lot of money. Maybe think that I was like dogging the soup, but it was good. It has yeah. like a lot of stuff in it that I like. I like added stuff, of course, that I, to my preference, yeah. but if you just made this as is, I think you'd be like satisfied like enough. Like think that you made a good soup. I think it definitely needed garlic, and I put celery in it, too, because it needed celery. But other than that, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's like a fine base, and then like you add stuff to it. It's interesting. I don't know who's like favorite thing is is these dumplings i guess is like my real big hang yeah no i mean i don't know i don't think i've ever had chicken and dumplings before either you know what would be really good i'm thinking about it now and i think this is how maybe like in my mind i thought it would be it's almost like a a crust to like a pot pie like it had like if it like it was like a deconstructed chicken pot pie yeah like that sounds like it'd be good that's what i was thinking little balls of the that's yeah. what it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be better than this. Like, if you had that on top. Yeah, instead of bis- Bisquick mm-hmm. or, like, um, biscuits in general, to use an actual just, like, crust of a pie. Yeah, that that would be really good, I think. But, yeah, I don't know. What'd you rate it? I'll give Dudley Boy's Dullyville Chicken and Dumpling Soup 3.25 stars. I'm gonna... I'm gonna give it... A 2.8 again. Woof, Dudley boys. Not great. Hitting those 2.8s for you. Out of the <laughs> You're not getting the gold with that. <laughs> but totally, like, acceptable food, I would say. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not like I wouldn't, like, ha- eat it again. It's not like I'm not going to eat my leftovers, you know? Yeah. But I'm not going to give anything a three-pointer above for something that's just fine. 
the way I made it with my additions bumped it up to that <laughs> three mark. But you have to assume that if you're just doing it by the recipe, I'd, I'd be more in line with Jacqueline. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We're going to be talking about strawberry and shortcake topping. It's going to be a wild ride on SmackDown Extreme. Exactly. That's what it's all about. We're going to see just how extreme we get here in the World Wrestling Federation tonight. Aku and Rikishi in a first blood match against Undertaker and Kane. World Wrestling Federation title on the line. Kurt Angle and Rocket. Where the hell are Bubba Ray and Jeff Hardy going? I don't know, but you mentioned all those great superstars that are here. Well, I'll tell you, somebody I saw earlier. The rattlesnake is here tonight. Oh, look at that. Oh, man. Don't they do it as Jeff Hardy tries to battle back? Jeff Hardy trying to escape. He was about to get tossed off that stage. Bubba Ray Dudley teetering on the edge of the stage. It's a 10 foot drop to the floor. Getting a low blow by Jeff Hardy. Oh, man. I'm going to do again. Jeff Hardy's in control. Look out. Welcome back to the Top Rope Chef Podcast. We're doing the Hardy Boys, Strawberry and Blueberry Shortcake. Another tag team that ends with a Z. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> well, they were kind of, um, I won't say if they're like modeled after per se, but there were just some like fun coincidences that would happen in wrestling where there'd be like the Legion of Doom exists and then like, oh, Demolition exists. Yeah. Or like this, or like Stone Cold Steve Austin exists. It's like, oh well, this guy named Goldberg exists. He also bald and wears black yeah. trunks. It's like there's just like <laughs> these things that happen. So in like ECW, like had the Dudley Boys. WWE was like, oh, we have the yeah. Hardy Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had a pretty uh, vicious rivalry between the two of them when Dudley Boys came over to WWF. Yeah, that was wonderful. They're actually related to the Hardy Boys. You know, the Hardy Boys are actually related and not the Dudley Oh, Boys I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying they were all four related to each other. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Like a quadruple tag team? Yeah. That, that, would, be, that would be great. <laughs> Ooh. It makes you want to have like a giant family just so I can put them into wrestling. Yes. Sidebar. If you were going to, um, in story, make two tag teams be related to each other, what would you, be, what would you pick? Um, and make them one. The Legion one. of Doom mm-hmm. and the Heart Foundation. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the Legion, the Legion Foundation, or the Heart of Heart, heart the of Hearts Doom. of Doom. Hearts of Doom. <laughs> the Heart of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. That's great. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so this recipe, <laughs> or I mean, the Hardy, the Hardy Boys. Boys, right? They're guys. Matt retired, but now he's back? Yeah, they're, he's back into wrestling. He looks good now, too. He's been, like, doing some yoga or just, like, getting surgeries. or just, Probably doing... You know, he, he looks physically better. Probably doing DDP's yoga. Yeah, he gets up and down a little bit um, nicer than when, when he did before. His, like, back was, like, super stiff. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, kind of hard to watch him wrestle. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah, he's been wrestling for, like... 20 some years you know yeah. it's got it's got to take a toll <laughs> yeah in the style of, he re- of his wrestling that he did as well you know mm-hmm. um we talked about them a lot fishnet sleeves mm-hmm. and all jeff hardy's yeah. weird facial hair that he's still going strong with the facial hair situation that looks like spider webs or lightning bolts or 
I don't know what it is now. Jeff Hardy was always the more popular Hardy boy. I think the ladies liked him more. He was probably more cuter. I thought he was hotter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had, like, rainbow hair at one point. That was really gross. <laughs> Matt Hardy was, the, like, the, the brother who, like, wasn't as just charismatic or handsome as the other one. Yeah. But later, when he became broken, Matt Hardy's when it like all changed, and like people were like, "Oh, this guy's actually really good too." Yeah, he <laughs> broke Matt was the best. <laughs> yeah, it's as if like Marty Jannetty like had like a resurgence with alongside like Shawn Michaels, <laughs> yeah. and like, oh yeah, we remember Marty Jannetty; he was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were just like uh, two cool dudes who did high risk, high like reward type moves a lot of ladder matches a lot of table things a lot of like total flips in the air off the top rope jeff was especially did those like wearing jenko jeans which seems like it would definitely get tripped up in the air but he didn't they were the kind of kids that would like go to like rock shows in the 2000s with their studded leather belts and like be like jerks to like adults and like do a bunch of drugs and just be like burnouts is maybe like the word I'm looking for. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I like, think so. I don't know what kind of what style. Yeah, what style of like the people um, your parents characteristics they the are. The people your parents do not want you to bring home as somebody you're dating. No. <laughs> Everybody's parents would have a problem if you were dating these guys. Actually, I want to. And say, that's kind of why you did it too. Yeah, but probably any <laughs> of these four gentlemen, they would not be thrilled. To oh come home. on, Devon. Oh. Preachy. So preachy. <laughs> Jeff Hardy would have been the only exception. I think, like, your mom would be upset at first, and then she'd, like, get to know him and be like, I see what you see in this guy. See, I think Matt would I be that. <laughs> I think your parents would be okay with Matt. I don't know. Matt seems like a jerk through and through, especially at that time. Mm, that's true. But rainbow hair, Brad. <laughs> your mom would not have been okay with it. <laughs> your mom probably would have been. <laughs> Yeah, she'd probably be fine. She wouldn't have cared. Let's just go to this recipe, because I really want to talk about it. Okay. I really want to talk about this. Well, tell us about it. Hardy Boys, strawberry, blueberry, shortcake. The Hardy Boys really are brothers, and they may end their careers as the most spectacular tag team in Federation history. No one creates a greater aerial offense than these two, and you can create some excitement of your own with this very healthful dessert. Ingredients in this recipe. One pint ripe strawberries, hulled and quartered. One pint ripe blueberries. Quarter cup granulated sugar. Two teaspoons brown sugar. Quarter teaspoon vanilla extract. Two teaspoons lemon extract. One Entenmann's fat-free golden loaf, or your favorite low-fat brand. One 8-ounce container, low-fat Cool Whip. Two steps to this recipe. Step one. Reserve a few berries for garnish. Combine the berries, granulated sugar, brown sugar, vanilla, lemon extract, and stir until the sugar dissolve. Let the mixture set for 30 minutes, then refrigerate it for two hours. Step two. Slice the loaf and spoon the berry mixture over it and add a dollop or two of Cool Whip and top with one of your reserved berries. Jacqueline, what do you think of Hardy Boys? Strawberry Blueberry Shortcake. Uh, I mean, it's not really a recipe, is it? <laughs> what do you mean? It's not, it's more, it, the recipe is the topping, not the shortcake. The recipe is the topping, yes. Um, it's, a short, it's a strawberry blueberry topping. 
It is. I think it was fine. I don't like that you take beautiful fresh fruit and you mix it with sugar and cook it because you can just do that with frozen fruit, which is what I did. And it's it's great. And it, it gets the point across. And then you can just... You're not supposed to cook it. Huh? You're not? It doesn't say to cook it. Guess who didn't read this recipe? <laughs> <laughs> I just did it. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> no, that would taste bad. No, it doesn't, though. I made, like, a compote then. That's what I thought we were doing. No shit, it doesn't say to cook it. <laughs> you know what it also doesn't say, and what I did, was what? put it in a blender. Oh, okay. Okay, that's why you were so jazzed about this. <laughs> and I made, a, like, a, a topping out of it. And I put this not over a Entenmann's fat-free golden loaf or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, I put I'll it over vanilla ice cream that I made. The homemade Bob Backlund vanilla ice cream. Shut the front door. No way. That's a <laughs> good idea. it tastes exactly like a strawberry shortcake. Oh. Somehow you taste the bread. I don't understand it. <laughs> There's, there's <laughs> somehow like I had it, it with, with I had it with a friend, but like it was it's got to be the lemon extract that puts it over. <coughs> but it literally tastes like there's bread in the ice cream. Like I made strawberry shortcake ice cream. That sounds super good. That I also super good. I also made a smoothie out of it, and that tastes like a strawberry shortcake smoothie. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> this that recipe amazing is insane. I. Don't know how it happened, but what I whatever I made was incredible. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. That's really innovative. <laughs> Much like the Hardy Boys in their offense in the wrestling ring. I guess you're the Hardy Boys of this episode. I had never bought lemon extract before. Really? I went ahead and just did that for this recipe. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't even know. And that's got to be what t- what the shortcake tastes like. It probably just makes it taste like a lemon cake. It's like got to be the thing, like a lemon muffin or whatever. Uh, maybe. I, the the lemon extract is supposed to like bring out the fruit, like the the tang in the fruit. Oh yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Blueberries, strawberries, they were like I don't know if they're in season or not, but mine were very tasty. I didn't use a whole quarter cup granulated sugar. I used a uh, a scant. Which Jacqueline taught me that word yeah. of uh, like a quarter a quarter scant of uh, sugar, but brown sugar. Yep, use that. And uh, I didn't do anything else. I just did the recipe as is, and it tastes incredible. So when you blended it, did you blend it up to like liquid, or did you have it still chunky? I did. I did a chunky version at okay. first for the topping of the ice cream, and then later for the smoothie, I yeah. did blend it into a liquid. Oblivion. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you use a cool up at all, or no? Because you have the no, ice cream. No, you know my stance on cool. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> Get that out of here. Cool, whip it out the door. So, listeners, you can also cook this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. If you don't what have... Was, the, was there a fruit... What was there a fruit we cooked? We cooked a fruit earlier that you didn't like in here. When you... Uh, probably. I don't like a lot of the desserts. But when you cook... Well, it was, I don't even know if it was dessert. Maybe it was like the... Walt, what was the... It was the Stephanie McMahon, like, grape thing, I think. I didn't... There was another recipe in this, in this cookbook where we had to, like, cook 
uh, fruit, and it tasted amazing to me, but Jacqueline wasn't a fan of it. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't reading that recipe either. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't have fresh fruit and you want a fruit topping, you can just use the same amount of frozen fruit, and then I just used, like, two tablespoons of brown sugar and just a drop of water and a couple of teaspoons of like a potato starch or a corn starch or anything to thicken it and you just whisk it and then it turns into like a sauce and you can put it in the fridge and cool it or you can use it hot and you can put it on a cake or an ice cream or a brownie or a cheesecake or whatever you want that's what i did it was delicious it was a delicious topping i'm so happy and excited that this exists and you can do it with any fruit like I do at work, I do um, strawberry, blueberry, and raspberry all together. So it's like a triple berry punch in the face, and that's really good. You can do like tropical with pineapple and mango and kiwi, or you can do just cherries, or you can do cherry apple or peach or whatever fruit you want to do. I do whatever's on sale at the time. Yes, that is. Probably the best way to do it. The recipe was Stephanie McMahon's Tasty Greenwich Apples, where we cook together grapes, orange juice. Oh, yeah. A can of pineapple and apples. You gave that recipe a zero. <laughs> yeah, a that big was fat so gross. Goose egg. <laughs> I gave it a two and a half because it was still fruit and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was gross. I don't like cooked grapes at all. And it's pretty obvious by. Um, what I've been saying, but this is a five-star recipe for me, Jacqueline. Well, I did it wrong, but berries and cake are good, so I'm going to give it a three and a half. Hardy Boys, Strawberry Blueberry Shortcake, welcome to the Top Rope Chef Hall of Fame. I'm glad I put it over the edge because it's because it's good. This is a recipe I would come back to and make again. I'd be like, oh, I just put sugar and uh, berries together and like use these extracts, and I just like make something super delicious. I want to actually try it how it is written now. <laughs> I would I would highly suggest it because it tastes amazing. Put it over ice cream. Yeah. Put it in a smoothie. Do what I did, and you will not go wrong. I want to do it cherry and have it with a brownie. Oh my gosh! Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really do want to try a smoothie though, because that sounds super good. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Strawberry blueberry smoothie. Who'd have thought? With that extract, I want to play with some extracts. And like I said, when a recipe gets me like thinking about other recipes or gets my mind rolling, that's when I know it's been a success. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Top Rope Chef. Have questions, comments, recipes, wrestling names to call us for the beginning of the show, you can do that at topropechef at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, I can take it or leave it. <laughs> she, she's doing the old reverse psychology. Not book, anymore. <laughs> yeah, now it's probably real. Sold me Instagram.com slash Top Rope Chef to find pictures of the food that we cook and some of the recipes, if we can remember ever to post them. Mm-hmm. You can find them there on that, that webpage. And sometimes um, pictures of other stuff that we make or pictures of animals in our life. 